This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Just a heads up to let you know that we'll be talking about uh, body image today and some content might be triggering to some of us. Babes, listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. Hello, everybody. Beautiful day in Chicha today. Beautiful day, yes. Uh, How's my pal, Jess? I'm feeling warm, wearing the tank top, as as you are as well. And <laughs> autumn is always so interesting because it's sort of like you get this warm weather, and and I think this could be this could be the last time, the yeah, last every time day that I can like, wear shorts. Last, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in shorts actually. Exactly. That's my point. Uh, what was I going to go for? I forgot. I actually forgot where I was going. Clothing. How's weather the day going? Day is going well, so we're actually recording this on a Wednesday, which is a bit of a change, so that's exciting. And on Wednesday, we teach tone, and so that's what we've been doing this morning. Yes. Isn't it? That was fun, although my brain was like mush. Mm-hmm. You know, when you feel like your brain is like... So <laughs> that next to the microphone, it's just like, mushy, 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 you can't think today, Nat. And then my mind, like, I told you this just goes random places mm-hmm. but that's a daily thing that's not just today it's challenging isn't it when uh, when you're sort of trying to access thoughts and they're very far away <laughs> you know? it's like I said this just before and maybe we'll do a poll because I don't want to be alone in this but sometimes my my brain has like impulses oh, yeah. and I'll never do it I'll never act on it but then I'm like, oh my god, why are you thinking about this right now? Come back to come back to to the present space. So like, the other day, I was spotting my client doing dumbbell chest press, kind of you know like you don't want them to drop those dumbbells. And I think I've got a fear of my clients hurting themselves or hurting their faces. Anyway, this for another day, anxiety. Um, and I was spotting her, and my thought was just like tickle her. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle her now. Tickle her. <laughs> and I was like, stop, no. And I know I wouldn't. But then I just was like, stop thinking about tickling her. Like this is a this is a hazard. And I wouldn't. I just want to say it to my clients who listen, I wouldn't actually tickle you. But my brain just has random things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Uh, yes, I shared. <laughs> Sorry, this is the second time I've heard this story today and I still find it <laughs> absolutely hilarious. I... Yes, this is what we talked about. And the second example that you gave is, you know, like when you're holding a baby and you just feel like, oh, I'm going to drop it. I'll just drop it and see what happens. Will it bounce? No, like I don't don't actually go, I'm going to drop it. But I just, my mind just goes, oh, my God, imagine if you dropped it. Mm. Or what if you chucked it out the window, right? Uh, Do you have, um, I used to have this when I was growing up where you'd be in the car and you'd be, and, you know, that that kind of temptation of like opening the door. Am I the only one? Actually, I haven't had that. No, no, no. Oh, I've had Yeah, you're that. alone in there. Yeah. That's good. That makes me feel better. Um, I know Shani has told me, sorry for um, throwing you under the bus, Shani, um, it's told me that she's had the urge of, like, kicking a small dog. 
Kicking a small dog. <laughs> like, you know, Charlie Don't just like mentioned, she's just like, kicked it. <laughs> she hasn't had the best experiences with dogs, though. No, we'll she's been bitten her, in we'll... Turkey. <laughs> high, high rabies rage there. She doesn't have rabies. As you know, I thought she'd be dead. Um, <laughs> I would love for the next time that Chantal comes onto this podcast that she shares that story because it's absolutely brilliant. The other one is what, standing... When she got yeah, it's such a good story. But yeah, um, standing on the near the edge of like a a tall building, oh yeah, thinking or, about yeah, and, and jumping, thinking about yeah. jumping, I get that a lot. Yeah. yeah, could be the anxiety of that happening, the fear of that. happening. Yeah, so I understand. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. With like dropping the baby, I think it's definitely because I I don't want to. Do, so it's like a fear of imagine if I dropped it. But the tickle thing, I think, is a bit odd, <laughs> isn't it? Like when he's is lying on the couch and his feet are right there, I just feel like like pulling his leg, or like I don't do it. I don't even do it. Or like the impulse to just like tickle him, mm. and he hates tickles. Like mm. he'd actually kick me in the face if I tickled him, not on purpose, but he'd just be like whack. Does he anyone enjoy it. being tickled? Well, do you know what? I used to love it when I was younger. What? Yeah, I actually loved it. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I did. No, my I'm okay, I'm alone I'm, in this. Yeah, Nico I'm, saying I'm that. not with you. Um, my I don't know. I just loved it. I don't love it now. I don't. Um, because I feel like I'm just going to accidentally punch someone if they do that. And also it's not comfortable. It's like, oh, my God, stop. It's uncontrollable, you know. Mm. But when I was younger, I loved it. Is that weird? You're not going to give me a do. Oh, I forgot to do that quiz. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just remembered. Jess gave me a quiz to do for today. Oh, no. Did you not do you? Oh, no, homework? Jess. Can, I can do it quickly now. I think maybe do it quickly now. Okay. I, I'll chat and I'm you so quickly sorry. do the quiz. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I, would, I always normally do it. And I know I joke that you always have quizzes for me. And I don't mind it. I do love it. I learn more about myself. Should I do it quickly? I well, think, you, yeah. Or your phone or I, something? I think maybe do it quickly now. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back to Babson, everybody. I just did my quiz. <laughs> Short intermission. And also, I knew what I would get anyway. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Well, I knew. I, like, I, you know, I've got awareness of where my thoughts go. <laughs> do you know? I'm shimmering a little bit. Uh, record time completing that quiz as well so really so well done but that's always good I think to do quizzes where you're not overthinking it and you just kind of go with your yeah like quick thought yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. for sure Uh, so the quiz what the quiz was actually in regards to is what we're chatting about today which is body image Wow. Massive, massive, massive topic and I just really hope to sort of like do it justice so when I say body image, you say, hey, <laughs> how high? No. <laughs> what is your understanding of body image as, um, as a concept? Body image, what you think of your body physically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, that's... My brain, mush, mush, mush. <laughs> I love it. So body image refers to the way you see your physical self. Well done, Nat, your body. Yes. And the thoughts and feelings that are caused by the way you see it. Body image can fluctuate between positive and negative at different times. It is impacted by internal factors such as your personality and external factors, 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 factors such as your social environment. Oh, yeah, that's massive. Surround yourself by people who lift you up and not bring you down. Yes, but there's been such a culture of it not being an uplifting 
space, your relationship with your body, right? So um, the the factors that can impact body image and our relationships with our bodies. Uh, so I'm just going to go through the list. Uh, age, body image develops at a young age, but dissatisfaction with body image may become more prevalent in midlife or as people age. Well, I thought that was kind of interesting. Really? I would have thought you were going to say teenagers. Well, when yes. When the emotions are high, you know, you know when you go through, like, major emotions. For sure. I remember, yeah, anyway. For sure. Well, the, the, the next one on the list, the next one on the list is puberty. So that's oh, kind of okay. what you're referring yeah. to. Pregnancy and after giving birth, times when the body changes oh, naturally yeah. can be times when body dissatisfaction may increase. The thing about the age thing in terms of midlife and as people age is... I guess it's also a change. Yeah, there's a change, yeah. definitely. And, uh, and also the kind of niggles that you could ignore in the past, you can't ignore so much anymore. So um, Yeah, like you don't... Um, quote mark bounce back from injuries as quickly and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that that's kind of what I what I sort of thought around that. But definitely puberty, pregnancy is a massive change and after you've given birth is obviously a big, big change to the whole body's different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um personality, high achievers and perfectionists are more at risk of being dissatisfied Absolutely. with their bodies. Yeah. Do you connect with that or you feel like it's just something you've observed? Um, I know I've got, I can have, um, like, bad self-talk depending on the day, but I have um, evolved a lot in that space. Mm -hmm. Is evolved the right word? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, like, my body image was a lot worse when I was younger than it is now. Mm. Yeah. I'm a lot more, um, I think maybe confident and realistic mm. you know what mm. I mean like I used to do a lot more extreme things to try and reach say a image that I wanted then than I do now okay like I've talked about overtraining and things like that in this podcast like I used to definitely overtrain to lose weight mm. so it was about the thin ideal the thin ideal but also because um, that was happening when I first started as an instructor. So also not just that, but also um, wanting to be the strongest and the fittest and also look it, you know. Mm. So it wasn't always about being um, the thinnest, but it was about looking good and performing really well. You know what I mean? But I did it the wrong way because I was completely ruining my body. <laughs> was it about being the best or was that a feeling of I'm working hard to be good enough for this? I don't think it was about being the best. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, I think it was about working hard to be good enough. Yeah, I think it was about that mm. more so. Yeah. So yeah, I do um, relate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for, for sharing <laughs> for sharing. And you've that. got more on your list, so carry uh, on. Well, next up is being teased or bullied. This can lead to an increased risk of developing poor body image, especially if subject to discrimination due to weight. Yeah, totally. That's what I mean by surround yourself by... And also that's what I mean when you're younger because kids are, kids are ruthless. Mm. They're so mean mm. <laughs> at school, you know what I mean? So, um, and I think also if you've got... 
Like, for example, as a mother, if you know that this might be happening at school, having some, you know, having different kind of um, <clears throat> talk at home that doesn't reinforce that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How you speak to, how you as a parent speak about uh, food, exercise, your body has a massive impact on And your children's your bodies as well. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, lastly, speaking of parents, um, poor, <laughs> poor role models. Oh. So, so being, being exposed to poor role models in relation to unhealthy attitudes towards body image, exercise and eating, such as restrictive dieting and excessive exercise, can lead to negative body image. And, um, yeah, and I think there's – I have observed a lot of chat over the years – around the impact of having, say, a mum who restricts their eating yeah, and the potential then for a child in that family to have an eating disorder because of that. So, um, I yeah. mean, yeah, so it's good that it's talked about. Yes. I think I can talk about my experience if yep. you want. Yeah, yep. so, so for me... I think, so my mum, and I think I've talked about this before, my mum used to say things like, and also bear in mind that she's very much in the, she's a boomer. (laughs) She she is a boomer. Mm. Um, She used to say things like, oh, you can't wear, say, you can't wear this because of your body shape. But she would say, I'm the same body shape as you, don't worry, you know, um, I just know that I can't wear... Um, I can't remember, maybe whether it was shorts or whatever or things this short or whatever or things that, I don't know. Anyway, so that definitely um, v- from a young age made me think, okay, I need, like, I, you know, what I can and can't wear based on my on my body. Mm. Um, but then I had such a distorted view of my own body mm. that I don't have as much anymore. But I think as I've gotten older, I'm more confident within myself so I don't have um, such the I don't have as much of a negative talk about myself, but also I'm surrounded by really good people. Like if mm. I think of um, you and my other friends, they would never say things like, "I don't know," like, "Are you going to wear that? That's a bit tight on your hips." You know what I mean? Like they <laughs> oh, wouldn't. Wow. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I'm not surrounded. Essie also is very much um, supportive with whatever I I wear. But if I think of when I was younger and when I had, like I've talked about my ex-boyfriend that used to be like, you can't wear that. It wasn't so much, I think it may, I can't remember whether it was so much about me having like, quote marks, wider hips, but it was also the fact that he was so jealous and controlling. So he didn't want me to wear things that would be, maybe that would um, mean that other men would look at, which is stupid, Hmm. you know, but I've talked about this. Yeah, but I think I am in a better space now very much thank you to my surroundings, my mm. people around me, you know. Mm. If I if I had a husband that was not like that, I would be in a completely different space, headspace, completely. That would influence me so much, you know, because I would be so self-conscious. It sounds like there's an awful lot of unlearning that you've had to do, though, oh, to get majorly, to this place. Yeah. Because well-meaning from um, from your mum, yeah. which is uh, basically that, that society says 
uh, don't know, wear that of, because of that. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of the societal rule. And what she's doing then is saying, you know, don't worry about it because you know, I'm the same. I, I'm the same. You're okay because I'm I'm the same. And then you've also had a boyfriend after that who's tried to control very much what, what you I'm wear. Wearing. Yeah, yeah. That's an awful lot of unlearning of am I okay to wear this? Which which has meant that I've had a lot of I think I've done a lot of unlearning with Essie even. Mm. Like if I think back to when I first started going out with them to now, it's like it's so different like back then I used to I used to be like do you think I can wear this does this look you know what I mean and I don't even ask him anymore because he used to be like yeah you look awesome who cares yeah you look epic that looks so good on you like he was just always so um and I just remember I used to like get changed like multiple multiple times because I was so worried about things sticking to my legs too much or you know what I mean so but if I think back to then from then till now it's so different. Like I might ask him, like, what do you think I but I won't I won't be as self conscious and get changed fifteen thousand times before we go out you're anymore. De- and you're definitely not the only one to go through that. that yeah. I think that's quite a common experience definitely. when you when you sort of um put some clothes on and you don't don't kind of you're not vibing with it which or whatever. Is fair, yeah, you know. which is fair, but I think it very much came from me feeling like I was too too big to wear those clothes. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. it was definitely a, a body image. And that's the kind of, that's the sort of pressure that um, we have then uh, with this thin ideal. So the ideal is to be smaller and to not take up so much space. And we've we've talked about that a bit yeah, on the podcast yeah. before. Um, that And the thing is, though, that clothing is self-expression. Yeah. And so the only person who ever needs to have an impact on that decision is you because yeah. it's self-expression, it, not society kind of like um, telling women uh, sort of what they need to wear and um, that, you know, like that sort of thing around like dressing for your body shape and, and yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, well, no, because you're still telling people what to wear and that's, you know, that takes away someone's ability to just wear they, what they want on that day for self-expression. Like. Yeah. This yeah. is why I have such an issue with uniforms. <laughs> I hate uniforms. Same. Do you know, we don't have them in France at schools. I would like to move there. I was actually, when, I, when we moved to New Zealand, I remember crying when mum told me I had to wear a uniform. I understand. Yeah. And it's not like I, I had the coolest clothes because we were, like I've said this before, we were poor. So it's not like I had like designer things to show off. I just hated the thought of being boxed in, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. But I understand I understand the benefits of it, mm. especially um, so that there's no like hierarchy, like you're, mm. you, you're wearing this designer brand and mm. you're wearing, I don't know, came out for example mm. you know so I understand it but I yeah I was distraught yeah when when I moved the kids back to New Zealand they had grown up in a school which didn't have a uniform okay right Aww. so when um when I moved them and uh, my youngest would have been nine at the time and I said listen there's, there's <laughs> a uniform that you need to wear and he was like what <laughs> but like what if I don't feel like wearing really? that colour that day? Yeah, and I was like, so I totally that was your understand. oldest that said that? 
youngest. Youngest? Was oh, Quinn. Yeah. bless Quinn. him. Quinn. Yeah, he would wear crazy stuff to his school. Really? Um, That's so cute. Crazy stuff. <laughs> and I bet you let him. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah you for go. sure. For sure. <laughs> they actually, my kids grew up not really kind of understanding uh, matching socks. And I remember kind of seeing them when they first started like dressing themselves and their socks wouldn't match. And I was like, actually, who who is who am I to tell them that they have to match their socks? Maybe they're onto something. So they just grew up so they Maybe just, they're gonna create a trend. Yeah, yeah. So they just they honestly grew up like not matching their socks and Quinn would wear like bright that. yellow and orange track pants and stuff. And you I'd know, be like, you know those two That's colours are not What do you got going on there? You I love that. It's so cool. Channeling a road cone. No, um, no, I was like, wow. Honestly, I'll show you some photos of him. I was like, holy moly, pose. I need to record this. Um, yes, anyway, so back to body image. But clothing is very interesting. Oh, and yeah. very much wrapped up, I think, in this, not I think, very much wrapped up in this um topic of body image. So the quiz that I asked Nat to do, it's kind of a weekly thing for Nat now. Um, There's a quiz for everything, I tell you. That we paused so she could very quickly go through it is... I was Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, just um, asks, asks you to answer a few questions about your relationship with your body and then it gives you a score out of 75. And what it says oh, okay. is that... If you score over 30, you may have some body image issues that are affecting your self-esteem and your behaviours, and then it encourages you to try and be more aware of your attitudes, read more about body image, talk to professional, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. So what we wanted to do was uh, both do this quiz and kind of see honestly where we're at with our relationships with our bodies. Now, I'll I go didn't realise it was out of 75. Mm, I, I thought... Um, I thought I was quite high. I just added it up. Uh, so yeah, good job. Would you like to share your score? 38. 38. So Out of 75. Um, yeah, so what it is, the feedback that it's giving Nat then is that... If it's um, over 30... it's over 30, it might be something you want to um, kind of become aware of. Yeah, and, and like I said, I am aware of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very much aware Actually, of in the break, she was like, tell me something I don't know. <laughs> I was like, no, um, shit, and then so I came out as 52, which is which is quite high. Uh, and, you know, I will honestly say it's 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 the biggest challenge in my life is yeah. my relationship with my body, honestly. And I think that having done this quiz, it is, just a moment of self-awareness around that and a moment to kind of check in again yeah and uh you know because i think that you can get in your own head around the attitudes towards your body and believe that that's actually quite normal yeah and for me doing this quiz was a moment to sort of go oh there's still there's still quite a bit of work it is it is quite good to, to check in yeah um also i think you have caught me on a good like this is a good time for me (laughs) but you know what I mean though like it does depend on how you're feeling and things like if I say I'm trying to think back of when it might have been you know you go through phases like maybe I've say if I've been sick or something and I haven't been able to exercise and Mm. then I feel like I'm just a slob and then you feel you know when you just feel 
like one day you just feel massive and the next day you don't. And it's like, I know I haven't changed within a day, but I really feel like I have. That was my Sunday. That was the Sunday just been? That was my Sunday that had just been. And then I did this quiz on Monday. So I think think there might be a little bit of a connection there. But exactly that. And I looked back and I... I um I chatted to a friend about this and I said on Saturday I felt fine. Yeah. I felt I well I, I thought I kind of felt fine. And then um went out for dinner with Greg on Saturday night, had a few drinks, and then, you know, kind of um I just ate a lot of junk on Saturday night. And I felt like shit. Honestly. Did you feel like shit in terms of like your body image or just like low energy? tired you know what I mean like you're I think it's well definitely the sort of like the the regret and also yeah and also to to kind of uh, flag that I I also called it junk as in I unfortunately still it's a challenge for me not to get into labeling food bad and good yeah as much as I'm and you know intellectually aware of that Emotionally, yeah. I can still go into labelling food bad well, and good. What, what would you? What could we label it instead? Not nutritious. Not nutritious. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a, a, a large amount of food that was not particular, as in like eating past any point of actually being hungry or um, yeah. you know all of that. So I think I woke up Saturday morning. Um, not feeling great, feeling quite low energy, yeah. having that sort of like, um, you know, regret of of feeling like I'd lost control the night before. Mm. And, and then guilt. that abs- Yeah, the guilt. And so that absolutely dominated my entire Sunday. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, and, it's, and it's just it's such a... And listen, this is not an isolated thing. There's a bit going on in my life at the moment around uncertainty and yeah. uh, and all of that as well so i you know i'm not naive to think this is just this is just about uh you know uh polishing off a tub of ben and jerry's on saturday night you yeah, know like yeah. it's like it, it it is definitely more complex than that but this is it is challenging for me at the moment my yeah, relationship with my course. body is yeah. challenging at the moment yeah yeah i understand <clears throat> i i totally understand and like i say it de- for me as well. It depends on the the where I'm at with in my life. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So I yeah I can definitely relate. And maybe we can do this every month. This quiz. <laughs> maybe. I mean, you know, it, it could potentially <clears throat> be an opportunity just to check in. And I, as I said, I guess also I'm reminded in filling this out. It took me back to being 17 and having to fill out a number of things when, you know, when um, I was uh, being treated for anorexia. So it was a a reminder, too, that uh, these thoughts aren't, quote, normal, as in to be this judgmental of my own body is actually not a healthy space acknowledging that that's where I'm at right now and there's still an opportunity for growth in that way and and to acknowledge that actually recovery isn't perfect yeah and and you can feel really good about where you're at and then be challenged by it and that doesn't make you a bad person it doesn't mean you're failing exactly yeah like you can you can take step forward couple back you know like yeah. it's yeah 
like you say, there's no perfect yeah. recovery. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, and I have had this conversation with uh, a couple of other people that I know who have also had um, this particular eating disorder, anorexia, where part of the classification is actually with regards to your BMI, your body mass index. And that actually, when, it, when your BMI moves into a quote, healthy, weight to height, yeah, that you are then no longer anorexic. Okay. And actually that's that's really challenging as someone who has been through this disorder because it essentially says you're over it. But you're but not. you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you know so I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So this kind of idea that actually it suffering with this disorder is very much kind of connected to what your BMI is. And if it's at a, at a you know, kind of range where they go, well, that's healthy, good then to it's go. no longer, yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. no longer anorexia. And so, so you shouldn't have those thoughts anymore. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> because because you're at a healthy weight. When, you know, and with the, the people that I've spoken to is that, that that absolutely has not been the experience. No, yeah. Is that you can still very much suffer with the thoughts and the feelings around it but not necessarily ever have a BMI that is low enough to be classified as anorexic again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so... That's it, challenging. That's yeah. very challenging. Yeah. yeah. So so to acknowledge that, it, uh, you know, it's, it's a journey and uh, I definitely um, am not a perfect uh, example of recovery. I'm probably a real res- example yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. And that's why, so, so that's why many people relate to you. You know, like when we first did that podcast where you talked about it, you had a lot of different people telling you and opening their hearts to you about their experience. Mm. So that's why you're relatable because you're very real. You, you don't you, do, you don't fake any of it. No. You know, you're like, this is where I'm at today. <laughs> yeah. And this is where I was there on Sunday. Well, you know, like I can't surface talk. This is my problem. <laughs> you go deep, real I deep. I go deep. I go deep. So what? Uh, what I was describing was something called a, a negative or distorted body image. I at the extreme that would be experiencing an eating disorder. But yeah. you know, this is a this is a kind of spectrum, and you can um, sort of struggle a little bit with negative body image, and then not so much to to different. Um, degrees. So uh, negative body image, just so we're clear on what what that actually is. It is uh, issues or body insecurity, um, which impacts pretty much everyone at some point in their life. Uh, We also live in an appearance-focused society. So in that way, it's almost impossible not to be insecure about a physical trait at some point. See, I think that's really important to say that everybody... Everybody will suffer from negative body image at some point. To, and like you said, on, the, on a spectrum, whether it's extreme or not, you know, we all... And, like, not just females, you no. know, men as well, everybody, literally everybody. Mm. And not just in regards to <clears throat> kind of uh, size of your body. You know, it could be, I, I don't like my ears, and that becomes you know, a sort of a fixation and, and a point that you feel sort of shame about or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that dis- dissatisfaction with your body. So uh, some of the signs that uh, or some of the, the challenges of having a negative body image 
include being unable to accept a compliment. Holla. Ha. Um, <laughs> yes, agree or disagree to each of these. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. What about you? Will you do it the same? Uh, oh, I'm, I've, I've tried to work really hard on accepting a compliment, but I do feel a little bit awkward. Okay. Uh, mood is significantly shaped by how they think they look that day. Uh, maybe not significantly for me, mm. but a bit. At the moment, I, I'll be honest, at the moment, yeah. my mood shifts depending on how I feel about myself, uh, how I feel about my body. Yeah. Constant comparisons to others. Yeah, if I'm vulnerable, definitely. Good point. Yeah. And we talked about this with social media, that kind of vulnerability, and then you can yeah. hear yourself upwards comparison with other people. Only posting edited photos or videos on social media. I mean, why are you looking like a... We don't, we don't really... If we edit, it's just like a filter or something. I've never changed my body shape on a photo or a video. Just want to put it out there. You make him. Why did you go like this? You went. Oh no, me, God. me. Really? That's right. Yeah. I, I only posting Insta photos or videos. Yeah, but like you've never changed your body shape on a photo, have you? No, 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 you've no, never no, gone no, and no, 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 no. I haven't. But I, uh, but I struggle a bit with uh, seeing photos of myself because my narrative is I can't believe you used to get paid for that. Like really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that? That's what I think. I go, oh my god! I actually like shame. I can't. Is that what you think about? I was about to do a post before, um, because we had a little collab with Rudy Man. Thank you so much, Rudy Man. We love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put it in there. They are so supportive. Oh, Rudy Man is amazing. Yes, amazing brand. Um, and then when I showed it to you, and you're like, oh, the one where I look like a dick. Is that what you said? Where I look yeah. like? Yeah. Uh, is that what you thought? You're like, I can't believe I used to get paid. I anytime I see a photo of myself, uh, I look and I I can't believe I just get paid for that. Do you actually think that every time? Yes, I feel like Jessica. this is maybe a work on for me. Yeah, definitely. Okay, good. See, this is why it's so therapeutic to record what this on podcast. Earth? Yep, that is. Uh, um, but on the social media thing, thing I don't edit. Sorry. I don't edit my stuff. No, no, I don't no. Really know how but to. I do. But I will. True, <laughs> you don't know how to. This is true. <laughs> um, but I will say I don't like. I do post photos. Like, not obviously, but I do post photos that um, I'm not going to be, like, ooh about. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, if I if I think I look gross in a photo, I'm not going to post it. Mm. I know some accounts are amazing at posting very real photos of themselves. I'm not at that stage. Yeah. I'll be honest with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I do. And to be fair, though, my husband has posted horrific photos of me before mm. or, like, videos on on stories and he's gotten away with it. So there's a lot out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to reduce that need to over-edit stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people are, yeah, are, yeah. are going So we, we're real with what we post but not as real that it's going to be, like... Because you know how some accounts are incredible where they actually, like, will take a photo of, of themselves in, like, a, a very vulnerable position you know, like, I don't know, in a bikini, in a very vulnerable position, and being like, this is real. And I'm like, amazing. Yeah. You're incredible for doing that, yeah. you know? Yeah, and it's... But I'm not there. And and that's and it's okay not to be there, there. or exactly. want yeah. to share in that way yeah. as well, you know? But it's so cool that people are doing yeah. that. It's a uh, good shift. Uh, using negative phrases such as ugly or disgusting to describe themselves. Do you? Not out loud. 
Do you in your head? Uh, oh, that breaks my heart. I mean, as I said, I'm I'm this is I'm going through a yeah, challenging. Yeah, I know. I'm here. You know, kind of. Uh, thank you, friend. I like that you're very real right now. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. Gonna have deep regrets <laughs> when I walk out of here. Yeah. It's okay, I'll be here. <laughs> However, know that you're not alone if you're going through the same thing. That yeah. would be my point. Uh, constantly. Seeking reassurance from others that their looks are okay. No, that's not me. No, I don't. Um, no, I don't often do that. But I, I like if I'm wearing an outfit, I will ask Essie or you or Shani mm. if it looks okay. Mm. Do I look okay? Yep. Uh, consistently distorted body image. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Because you're kind of like, well, how do, you know, how do you know it's distorted? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, belief that if they could reach their beauty goals, then they would be happier. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't I mean, that bad, sadly. we've all been conditioned to believe yeah. that that's that's the point. Is that we should always be striving for this particular ideal? And oh, hello, got the product for you. <laughs> well, you know, and the fitness industry is horrific for that. Yeah, Be- better nowadays, hopefully. Better nowadays, but still horrific. Still a lot of work on. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, there's a massive growth opportunity for our industry to focus. That's on... why we're here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. So we've got this podcast. Yeah, that's exactly to try it. go against that. Equate thinness or other physical features with success, perfection, or happiness. I mean, in your line of work. You know, when you're a model. No. Oh, model. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess something that um, I thought about when it referenced that uh, you've experienced bullying, and particularly if you've experienced bullying, bullying with regards to uh, the size and shape of your body, whatever, um, I was not allowed to sign a contract because my waist mes- measurement was a centimetre too big. That's and, bullying. And that is bullying. Yeah. So, and so it's not, and I was tiny at the time. Like modeling in Japan, you have to be tiny. And so, you know, it's, um, yes, I, uh, thinness equaled being able to sign my contract, equaled being able to to make money, equaled. Your worth. My worth. Absolutely. Uh, environmental factors for me is that I've had way too much of my life which has equated my worth to external factors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ongoing fear of gaining weight. Honestly, yes. Yeah, and me too. Okay. Yeah, same. Definitely same. I think for me as well, and I've, Shani and I talk a lot about this together, just two of us, um, around especially because a lot of people are asking when we have kids and things, oh. around that. Because oh, I, I, I'm... No, sorry. I don't ask. I'm just no, 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 you don't. through that. Oh, no, no. I don't mind people. Like, it's okay. But it's more around knowing that my body's going to change and knowing that it's going to be hard mentally because it's a long period of time where your body's changing and then not knowing what's going to happen on the other end postpartum is terrifying, especially when, I mean, Shani's not in the fitness industry and she she feels the same way as me, but for me, I feel like 
I don't know, like, you know, when you're in the fitness industry, especially on stage, you're always looked at and things and you, and you people, you feel like people are like judging you based on how you look and what you're wearing and things. And it's very much something that goes through your mind more when you first start as an instructor. But that terrifies me of my just my body changing and mm. not being able to control it and not knowing whether I'm going to be like... Am I going to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Mm, <laughs> grow mm. belly, grow. <laughs> mm. Everything, yeah, awesome. Mm. Or will I be like, oh my God, make it stop. You know what I mean? Do you think that this would be less so if you did not work in an industry, like you teach group fitness, if that wasn't the case, do you believe you would have as much fear of that? I think so, mm. but I don't want to discount how others feel that are not in the fitness industry because I know Shani feels the same way as me. Mm. We, you know, we share that definitely. Mm. Um, but for me, yeah, probably is more so because I am in the fitness industry. Yeah, mm. definitely. Because you, you use your body so much for everything that you do. Mm. And your, your body and your face is your brand, mm. literally. Do you feel like that's more so for group fitness than PT or similar? similar maybe mm. maybe a high percentage for group fitness because you're in front of a lot of people mm. but PT I'm still very much my own brand yeah. and it's my own business yeah and you know what I mean like yeah, a, yeah I think there's um now I, there's definitely a healthier pressure on myself not there's no as much of a pressure anymore there is to a certain extent but I think I used to put a lot more of a pressure on myself um when I first started mm. 10 years ago as of this week Congratulations. Nat has been teaching group fitness for 10 years. I agree. She does not seem old enough to have been doing this for 10 years. I started when I was young. Hey, I See, I couldn't. And talking about that, the um, it's quite it, it's really hard when you start teaching group fitness. And unless you are one of those people who is not phased at all by being up in front of a group of people, having lots of different things going on, and then getting feedback as yeah. well. Like, if you're not bothered by any of that, great. Good on you. <laughs> Good for you. But for most of us, it is a really scary thing to get into, you know, for, for all of those reasons. And so uh, there's a lot, there is quite a bit of pressure. I just can't imagine doing that at 19. I was 29. Yeah, but oh, you your age now? Whoa. Whoa! Inception. That's not inception wow. at all, but... Felt like saying that word. Um, what I was going to say is, yes, you weren't doing that at nineteen, but you were doing modelling, mm, which true. is which is you know like you are being judged on what you look like then. Yeah. So you know what I mean though. Like so, you say I can't imagine having been doing that at nineteen. So you were you still were doing something very much on even on a higher scale. Oh, yes. much higher scale. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think also I've shifted. If I think back of when I first started. Um, group fitness, I would worry if you could see like a role if while I'm doing, you know, like a core class, I would never wear a crop top. Whereas now I have, um, you know, like I just, I don't think about how my, you know, my midsection looks based on, because we, you know, we're in compromised positions all mm. the time mm. <laughs> where your roles do appear. And you're and on a stage. Normal. And you're on the light. stage <laughs> with those like horrific um, lights that aren't really that, um, what's the word? Flattering. Flattering. Yeah, they're not flattering. But do you think it's 
kind of therapeutic in that way. That I don't care anymore? Well, yeah. Majorly, sort of like yeah, the fact majorly. That you, like, it's sort of like, oh, I might feel a bit self-conscious. Let me throw myself onto a stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move in front of other people. But that's been over a long period of time. Like, I never used, I would never ever, ever wear shorts on a stage. Ever, ever, ever. But I was also told I shouldn't. I am so proud Let's of you, for another day. No, 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 please. Can you please? Oh, no, I can't can say, but please, I can't say too much because then please, it will reveal too much about the person. Please just give us a little bit of... I don't, uh, I don't, how much of it can I say, do you well, think? You legally. Well, <laughs> Not legally, but you know what I mean. But you mentioned that you were so, reluctant to wear shorts. I was reluctant to wear shorts and I wore them once and then I was told that I shouldn't. Because I, mean, I, I taught in them and then I was told that I shouldn't. That's and brutal. then I was, oh yeah, I was distraught. Yep. I was like, well, I already was self-conscious about wearing them and you've just confirmed to me that I don't look good in them. Even worse, so you've told me I can't wear them. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I honestly didn't for years, 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 years. I probably only just started maybe like two years ago. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. On stage, not shorts in general, just on mm. the stage. Mm. Because I literally got told, based on your body shape, <laughs> literally, based on your body shape, <laughs> I know, based on your body shape, you shouldn't wear shorts. And this is all I can say because I do not want to reveal anybody's identity here. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the seventh time I've heard this. And <laughs> Still, it still shocks me. It is shocking, isn't it? As as much as it uh. did, oh, I, yeah, I was pretty horrified the first time I heard it. Similar, I think, to my experience of you're not allowed to sign a contract. Sign, yeah, based you need on to one centimeter, lose a centimetre. It's out the freaking world. You're never allowed to wear shorts again. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because of your body shape, not because, um, oh, God, yeah, no, there's so much to unpack on that. But the thing is, I can't say too much about it, but yeah, there's so much. (laughs) So much. La, 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 I sing when I'm awkward. Well, let me let me tell you about what contributes to negative body okay, image. thank you for the then. segue. We have definitely mentioned the fitness <clears throat> industry uh, in terms of where it's come from. There's still a lot of opportunity to to um, uh, improve how we speak about bodies or how yeah. certain products within the fitness industry are marketed towards people. Blah, 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 blah. Did you say people? Blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, So some of the factors that contribute to a negative body image include um, a a cultural tendency to judge people by their appearance. And that's very much like I can see my mum's age group doing that mm. you know mm. like the the boomers and and like credit to them they were they were you know like what is it here and chic um what was it what was the trends back then i mean if you can the think 60s of, or like uh yeah 60s well, the 60s there was um a model by the name of twiggy uh, given that nickname because she looked like a twig yeah, there you go. Yeah, so yeah. and the style also the kind of mod style was like mini skirts and a very yeah. boyish kind of frame and yeah, um, no hips, no hips. Don't you dare look like a woman. Oh no, I know, <laughs> I know. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, so yeah, and it's um, and also it was absolutely fine to tell someone that they looked, they looked amazing. 
uh, because they'd lost weight, even though they might be grieving or going through cancer. <laughs> yeah, know? that's like, awful. You look, am- but you look amazing. You know, you've lost weight. L- um, lucky you. <laughs> lucky you. <laughs> Nico is like shocked. It's true though. Have you been told this? I, I remember I broke up with a. Um, this is what uni broke up with a boyfriend, and I, I just couldn't eat. I was so heartbroken. I just couldn't eat, and lost weight. And I remember someone saying, "Oh my god!" But like. You look so good, though. And I remember saying, oh, no, this is so not healthy. I haven't eaten. Mm. Like, I, I can't eat much. I just feel sick when I eat. And then she was, but she was, she definitely had an eating disorder, but she was like, but, like, look. I know. How great. Pain. I like, Sis, I am hurting. Yeah. This is not good. Emotional pain. Small price to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beauteous pain. To look Ugh. a certain way. Uh, peer pressure among girls and women to be slim, engage with diets, exercise, and compare themselves to others. Do you have any memory on when in your life this awareness of bodies needing to look a certain way happened? Like when it started? For you and your life. Uh I'm trying to think, because for me, I've got, like, milestones in my head in terms of, like, when I was in France and when I was in New Zealand. I think when I first moved to New Zealand, um, so around, like, 13, yeah, 12, 13, I started um, really wanting to look different. Mm. Um, Maybe based on, like, magazines, TV, and, like, if, like, think of Friends, for example. Mm. The TV show I'm talking about, mm. not our pals. Mm. Um, think of Friends, for example. If you watch it back, it's it's pretty bad in that area. You know, when they talk about Monica and Monica oh, being yeah. overweight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're a friend, you know. Fat shaming. It's fat shaming. Yeah. It's awful fat, fat shaming, awful for racism, awful for lots of different things. But that's homophobia. what it, Homophobia. Yeah. 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 Um, and they're like, I do, like, I love the show itself, but I do cringe at those, you mm. know, jokes that they you know, joke about what Monica used to look like and things mm. like that. Um, you know, like, this is what you're around. Mm. This is the norm. People talking about that and, mm. like, laughing at somebody who's, quote, mark, overweight. Mm. I think that's a really good point. And I have seen that the actress that played Phoebe, Lisa, yeah. um, has come out in the last few years saying that she really struggled with her body image while she was on that show. God, I bet. If you look at the show... Uh, the Monica and um, Rachel, yeah, um, the actresses that played those parts, very thin. Yeah, very, very like very, actually very. looking at them now. Yeah, very, very thin. Nothing wrong with um, being very thin. Also, by the no, way, this no, no, is no, no, not no, about of course not. No, of course you not. know if you're naturally very thin. Um, yeah, but I think when that's happening, in terms of that character, Monica, which is. She was a loser in high school and because she was very overweight. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're around yeah. that, and that's the norm. Like, I, I don't remember watching that and thinking, that's awful that they're saying this. Yeah. You know? Ugh. But now I, I watch it, and I'm like, oh, that's so bad. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, yes. But I think more so when I moved from New Zealand, uh, from France to New Zealand, but also my world was, like, tipped upside down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was very vulnerable. And that's an age or so where, yeah. where you're, where you're looking at, um, am I okay? Yeah. And you're looking around and yeah. hated the uniform on me. That's why I don't really like green, I think, because I've been scarred by the green. My uniform was green too. Was it? But you love green. <laughs> Do I? 
for our yeah, screen. I so. okay. uh, media and advertising images that promote particular appearance ideals, yep. usually thin, usually white. Yep. Uh, people who internalize society's appearance or body ideals. Um, so that's what we were talking about. Also, is uh, when like so your world turned upside down. Well, in my words, yeah, but obviously, yeah. And then you're going. How do I fit in? Moving countries can't. Yeah. You can't speak the language and. Yeah. Blah blah blah. How do I fit in? <laughs> Am I good enough? <laughs> uh, I bore myself sometimes. A tendency in media targeting women and girls to encourage diets and weight yep. loss programs. We are the target market. This yep. is us. Yep, and like it's totally normal to be on a diet. Yeah. Uh, well-meaning public health campaigns that urge people to lose weight. Yeah, true. Actually, being a perfectionist, where rigid black and white thinking can increase the risk of body dissatisfaction. Yeah. So that's some of the things that can contribute to having a negative body image. Do you know we've almost run out of time? I know. There's so much to talk about. We're well, we did, say, we did say we'll have to do this in two parts, but I didn't realise it would be that much two parts. You might, know what I mean? Like I was like, it. oh, but you never know. We might just do one episode. No, we're going to need two for this. Because it's such a big, such a big, big, big topic. So uh, we What will... do you want to finish on before we part ways? Um, I want to finish on uh, our objective with this podcast was to be very real and yeah. honest and not pretend that we've got everything nailed and we've got the answers to everything and we're perfect role models. And for me, I've... I've just shared that uh, I'm struggling a little bit in an area around body image at the moment. And that is so that if you're feeling the same, you do not feel so alone. Yeah. That's kind of what you're I want to say. You're never alone with us around. We'll be your friends. Yep. So we're going to wrap up. There will be a part two next week. Um, follow us on Instagram, Babes Listen, and TikTok, Babes Listen. I'm on the edge of my seat. Edge of my seat. <laughs> okay, see you next week. Bye.